This episode of the podcast is brought to you by a disclaimer. The thoughts and views of the people in this podcast do not represent the opinions or beliefs of 91BTV as a whole. We are not affiliated with any political party or belief and do not promote ourselves to be. We understand that this is a difficult time and topic for all of us, but we think that it's important to share this. For more information, email us at itscoronatime at 91BTV.com. Welcome, people of the world and podcast fam. My name is Kevin Jackson, and welcome to the 12th episode of It's Corona Time. I'm here in a new state and a new location as I was last week, and I'm here in the beautiful Layden, Utah. Beautiful right now, for sure, but definitely not in the winter. Correct. <laughs> I have my best friend. I have him introduce himself right now as well. Hi, I'm uh, Davis Larson. That's me. Honestly, honestly, man, we, we go back to sophomore year um, in uh, in uh, journalism together. Um, definitely did not like that class at the time, um, but then as time went on, I was like, "This is where my heart's at." So yeah, that's that's what that's where we uh, first met, and ever since then, man, it's just it's yeah, been it's. Uh, it's... It's been a wild ride, that's for sure. That's kind Honestly, of man. Fucking party, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I took a different path, man. You were like, you chose military, and I was like, college. But at the end of the day, we freaking don't know what we're doing with our lives. So it's just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's honestly, that's what it comes down to. In your 20s, it's like, I don't even know. But we learn, we grow, figure out, we eventually figure out what we want to do in life and, you know, yeah. our, our place in this world or whatever. So. Yeah, man. I just, I'm, I'm glad. I'm thankful that you're able to be a great host for me, man. Inviting me out here. You invited all the other friend groups from high school, and I was the only one to come out. Well, besides um, Mr. Evanson, but that was like previously. So oh, yeah, that was mm, years ago. Years ago. So I'm, I'm the current one out here. I had to come out here because, like I said last week, I was cooped up in the house for a while, and I just felt like it was just time to get out. And you know, I'm, you know, traveling as safely as possible. Um, but you know, I, st- I still gotta, you know, do it, do some adventuring. So, um, first, I just want to be talking about the state, man, and how long you've been out here. So, you- uh, so I've been out here for about three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I got here, you know, September of 2017, mm-hmm. and you know, right when I got here, it started getting cold, and it started getting <laughs> colder and colder and colder, and then November hit and it started snowing, and I was just like, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> and I, I didn't know how to. I, I didn't. I never driven in the snow before, mm-hmm. so you know, I was like, well. I got to go to work. Hopefully I don't fucking crash. And <laughs> I try to leave my dorm parking lot and I just like spun out a little bit, a little donut there. And I was just like, Damn. Oh, all right, this is, this is going to be fun. It took me about 30 minutes to get to work. Good thing I left at like six in the morning. So I got there 30 minutes early. So it worked Damn. out pretty okay. well. <laughs> um, winter's here are horrible. Uh, the drivers here suck. <laughs> but there is some amazing food out here. Mm. Uh, sunsets are beautiful. Not as beautiful as California. But they're on another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On its own. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's been interesting. I started in the dorms on Hill Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Moved to Salt Lake for a little bit with a horrible person. <laughs> moved back to Layton in an apartment, and now still in Layton with a townhome, three bed, three bath. So it's been an interesting progression for living situations. You know, go from a tiny dorm room to a tiny house to a tiny apartment to a bigger house. So it's been it's hey. been nice to upgrade. You know, constantly and. Get my own space and shit. And of course. My own Wi-Fi that doesn't crash on me every five seconds. You know, thanks, Quelco, for <laughs> plugging you in the video. <laughs> so, man, that I mean, that's great, man. Like, 
coming, you know, so just building up. Basically, it's like college too. Like, you know, first year you get a dorm, second year you're in a suite, third year you're in an off-campus apartment, fourth year you're in your big old house with all your friends or whatever. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, just it's just the elevation, you know. You work your way up, you know, with, with time, with money, experience, you know, living out exactly. here. But for people that don't know, what do you do for work? So uh, my official title is ground transportation. And what that means is we transport people, cargo, we load and unload cargo, recover vehicles, wash vehicles, and then handle the dispatching section. So basically I just handle, you know, command cars and I plug in runs, play on my phone, you know. <laughs> it's, it's a long shift, eight hour shift, you know, mm -hmm. pretty much nothing happening. So mainly it's just passing the time by, you know, talking shit, watching YouTube videos. Occasionally doing work, you know, when I have to. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, you got to pass time somehow. You know, I take some online college courses. I do mm -hmm. like mechanics, um, audio engineering a little bit too. Okay, sick, yeah, sick. Because I'm kind of a producer. Oh, oh yeah. He was he was telling me about some songs that he was uh, uh some that he produced for some SoundCloud rappers, and I was listening to some of them. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> interesting. It was a little bit of a side hustle. You know, I'm also an ordained minister. That side hustle <laughs> was crazy, bro. He yeah. brought out. He, he was like, "Yeah, bro, I did uh, I did a few weddings, bro, and like he showed me the certificate, yeah. and then he was just like, "Yeah, we all got a Facebook group," and I was like, "What the yeah. hell?" The, the genesis of it was hilarious. You know, was, uh, right before I deployed, I was drunk with my dad. And I was like, dude, I'm going to fucking take a class to get ordained. <laughs> and then a year, like, you know, I got back like seven months later, you know, when I, when I saw the email, I was just like, oh shit, you know, I can get my license to marry it. And I was just like, yeah, it's 35 bucks. So you know, I'll, I'll take the package. And, and I, you know, I started doing marriages, you know, make some money on the side, which is, you know, it's always nice to have extra money because military pay is not the greatest. Mm -hmm. So make sure you do your research on the military before you join. Unlike me, you're not disappointed heavily. <laughs> So we, we I didn't actually mention this, but he's been in the Air Force for the past uh, three, three and a half, three and a half years yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just crazy when like he was coming out of high school and he was just like, hey, man, I'm going to join the military. And I was like, good for you, bro. Yeah, good man. for you, bro. That's Why don't you left yet? Why are you still here? <laughs> that story was kind of funny, too, because, you know, I'd applied to colleges. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't get into any of them. I got yeah. waitlisted for Cal Poly Pomona, mm. and the one I really wanted to go to was the Musicians Institute, which I got accepted in, but it was like two days before I left for basic, so I was oh, just like, damn. you know, it was, uh, I think it was maybe September of 2016, and mm. I was just like, well, clearly I have nothing going off me, I guess I'll just join the fucking military, <laughs> and so yeah, I went to a recruiter, they're like, you need to lose weight, so I lost mm -hmm. like a shit ton of weight, yeah. and just kept losing and losing and losing, and I left for basic in May of 2017, and here we are about three years, three and a half years later. Uh, it's been interesting, that's for yeah. sure. Basic and basic training, tech school, and then real life Air Force. You know, basic is nothing like, nothing like the real Air Force. It's kind of just like the hype man before you get to the concert. When you get to the concert and you find out it's just like some dude you never heard of. He kind of sucks and he's charging you for like the most ridiculous shit. It's just, it's just like, well, this is clearly not what I paid for or what I signed up for. And so mm. that's that's the best way to describe. It. At least in my experience, you know, a lot of people have different experiences mm. going through. I just have had probably like the weirdest roller coaster ever. I'd say. Yeah. Like, you know, you ride like a high for a while and it just fucking drops you out of the sky. Yeah. That's the best way to describe the Air Force. I mean, the military in general, the Air Force is like the spoiled branch, but, you know, it's, it's <laughs> it can still be pretty shitty sometimes. It all depends on leadership and all mm -hmm. that good stuff. So it's crazy that I haven't spoken to, I mean, I haven't really spoken to any one of my friends that, I mean, I have other people that have been in the military, but I haven't really talked to them about their experience and like basic and their experience, like, you know. Yeah. Because uh, some of them are doing National Guard stuff. 
and oh, then some of them are just like uh actively you know in active duty but i yeah. just i just i haven't really talked to them to compare their experiences like you know we have jakari you know yeah, jakari was in i didn't boy. really hear about him but uh i don't know if your experiences would be the same or different but i mean probably because you guys are in the same branch it would, it would most likely be yeah, it also depends on your job, too. He's aircraft maintenance, or he's comnav specifically, and I feel bad for him. <laughs> My job is probably, like, one of the easiest in the middle. Like, we literally just drive, you know, vehicles and shit. Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes it harder is, you know, if you don't get enough sleep or if you're not properly trained. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I learned the hard way about how <laughs> not getting enough sleep can uh, affect your driving. You crash the fucking bus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't yeah. tell the whole story. Yeah, of course. Technically, of course that. it's like, you know, hush, hush, but... That was crazy when you told me. I was like, bro, yeah. I can't believe this. Yeah. But that's crazy. You got to have that experience there. You can say that you... Ha- hey, yeah. All I, can, all I can legally say is that the president at one point knew my name. So that, that was, that was kind of cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, me, and, me and Trump are butt buddies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it all depends on your job, your mm-hmm. leadership. That's a huge factor into like whether you're going to enjoy it or not. If you got a cake job like finance or personnel, you know, all you do is sit in an office. You play, you know, Nerf guns whenever you're closed for training. Uh, but if you have a real job like the rest of the Air Force, then you know you're constantly doing shit. Mm-hmm. You know, your time spent at work is mostly fulfilled by you know doing shit they tell you to, whatever you need to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Then you go home, you take off your uniform, and you feel like a normal person for about you know five to ten hours, and you go back to work and repeat it till the weekend. So. <laughs> Oh man, you talk about it just like it's normal, bro. But it's probably because you've been in there for a minute, you know. Yeah, but like, I'm halfway through my contract, mm-hmm. more than halfway, almost. Like so, to me, it's like it, it sucks, you know. Kind of that, like it's like that, you know. You, oh, you, dude, you have no idea, man. Like I, in basic and text. So the way basic is is that's basically teaching about like rank structure. You know, you learn drills. You, you do marching. I have not marched a single fucking time since I have left basic or tech school. Never in my life have I have I even done that shit. But they basically like hype it up saying like, oh, it's a great experience. I mean, they have to. You know, they have to get you excited for it because mm-hmm. they don't want you just leaving as soon as you get an opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the same in tech school, but it was more job related. So like, hey, your job is fucking cool. You're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the real Air Force. And my experience was, holy shit, this is massively disappointing. <laughs> You know, like they teach you the three core values. You got integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. Mm-hmm. And those flew out the window so fucking fast. It was ridiculous. Like I had, you know, um, we, we did lose some people. Like they left to another base or they got out. And I mm-hmm. feel like once those people did, it like became a less toxic environment. Mm-hmm. So it got better for a while. And then we got the new guys that are just, you know, fucking idiots. <laughs> but then again, I was a new guy at one point and I was a big fucking idiot when I first got there. I was lazy. You know, I wasn't really, I was kind of just like, I don't care. And then I deployed and that, that changed quite a bit. Actually, mm-hmm. like deployments are, they're major. They make you see like how important your job is. Even if you don't like it, you know, you still should do it. You still have to do it because you signed a fucking contract saying, yeah. hey, for six or four or six years, you know, I'm going to perform my duties, you know, to the best of my ability. Yeah. Uh, deployment was wild. Uh, it was a basic guitar and, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't a combat zone. So that was cool. But I saw some nasty car accidents out in the city. Saw some people die. So it's pretty wild, you know. Dude's head rolled like thirty fucking. <laughs> it just like took off. I was just like, oh man. Well, I guess I'm drinking later. You know? <laughs> um, Damn. But yeah, I mean, the That's military dumb. is like high school and college combined. You know, 
you got mm. the clicks and shit, which is pretty much rank structure. Mm. You know, you got the the fucking weird kids that everybody tries to stay away from. You got the you know the popular guys, you know, the mm. cool fucking dudes. They got the the jocks who like fucking you know smoke like ten cigarettes a day and then run like a nine and a half mile and a half, you know, or nine oh. and a half minute mile and a half. Yeah, I've seen it before. It's insane. I honestly don't know how they do it. <laughs> You know, like as soon as they're done, they fucking light up a cigarette, you know, drink a beer, and I'm just like, who are you, bro? Are you the fucking, are you Captain America? <laughs> like, it's insane. Some people just have it like that. I don't. I had to, I had to work out constantly for mine because I failed mm. the PT test before. Yeah. And then I failed yeah. my last one because my knee gave out. I have a knee injury currently. <sighs> the medical system in the military is horrible. Everybody's like, oh, you get free healthcare. It's like, well, you get what you pay for, you know? Mm-hmm. You get what you pay for, you True. get shit because you don't mm. pay for shit. Especially the VA, everybody knows about how that's freaking crazy. Yeah, I'm not and looking forward to that at all. <laughs> yeah, and especially like there's many people that are veterans that are homeless. Like you think that we would care about our, you know, our armed servicemen, yeah. people that are, are active, are active duty that are veterans. But it's just the whole system is just out of whack. Oh, yeah. and that's just that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, veteran homelessness homelessness has been up since like the Vietnam War. That was like the war that made people like anti-military, yeah. anti-war. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being anti-war. You know, we don't want to see other people killed. We don't want to see, you know, these people that are around our ages get killed. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's horrible, you know? Mm-hmm. I've lost a few friends that way, and it's, it sucks, for sure. But unfortunately, it's just part of the military. And that's it. And honestly, it cracks me up. It's like, oh, people think that if you're in the military, you automatically support those decisions. Yeah. I don't want to go to war. But you have to. Yeah, yeah. Have to. You're legally obligated. That's, mm-hmm. That kind of sucks, you know, like. Uh, you're, you're told to do something, and it's either yes, sir, or you say no, sort. No, s- <laughs> it's been a long day, okay? It's been a long day. You say no, sir, you get you get fucking yelled at, or depending on uh, how angry they are, they they'll you know fucking haze you for a little bit or some shit, depending. But you know, it's it's just following orders, you know. Especially at the rank, you know, that I was at before, you know, I was a little airman first class E three. You know, it's not, you're not shit. You have no opinion. You just do what you're told until you rank up a senior, which is where I'm at right now. And I have the perfect balance of no responsibility and enough responsibility where they trust me to do shit. And that's how I got put up for two awards. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. It was a good time. Good time. Yeah. But uh, you meet some great people in the military, that's for sure. I met some some really good fucking friends. You know, mm-hmm. they always text me like, what's going on? Because military mental health is insane. It's the uh, Air Force suicide rates has been at an all-time high for the last two years running, and mm-hmm. it's horrible. And so a lot of the lower-ranking guys, like around my rank, you know, they, we always reach out. To, we have a group chat, you know, like, hey, you doing good, bro? You want to see some fucking memes? You want to go drinking later? Let's FaceTime. You know, they do, mm-hmm. we, they do a really good job of, like, trying to stay together. It's just the Air Force leaders that are kind of just like, oh, suicide rates, dude? How about some new T-shirts? That's really <laughs> cool. Or a gender-neutral theme song. <laughs> It'd be sounding like I work at Best Buy. Everybody in the, in the Reddit. And like it's just like, uh, when we do something good, pizza party, yeah! Distract us from the real problems about how we can get corona and how uh, customers yeah. are not required to wear masks and things like that. So awesome. I just feel like it's... You want to talk about workplace and corona? The military is handling it worse than literally anybody else out there. Like, they, they let all the people that, you know, have office jobs telework which is cool. But for the people that, you know, work with pilots constantly or mm-hmm. constantly driving people around, like my job, they're just like, well, uh, just wear a mask. You'll be fine. You know, it's cool. Just have them like sit further out on the bus. And that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with part of our job is we deal with air crew. 
So, you know, pilots will fly in, pick them up, we drive them around. And there was no real protection from that because they could have flown in from a hot zone. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of just like, you know, good luck, roll the dice, see what fucking happens. And that was, that was shitty. And, you know, I was the driver on swing shift during all that, like when it first started. So I was, you know, constantly exposed. I actually had to get tested a few times because we picked up aircrew from Travis and, that was like one of the quarantine bases. And I was like, well, mm. fuck, I don't, I don't want to get hit with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause my dad's high risk and I didn't want to expose him. So, you know, I got tested. They stuck that cotton swab so far. <laughs> like fucking penetrated my brain a little bit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it, it's, it's a good test. You know, like it's, it's a great way to like, you know, get yourself, you know, comfortable. You, like you feel better after it. Yeah. You definitely. get those results and you're like, all right, cool. I'm good. I can, I can still work. Mm. I don't have to quarantine because, you know, as an introvert, you know, quarantine sounds really enticing mm-hmm. until you actually live it out. You're kind of just like, fuck, man, I miss going through like a drive through. Mm-hmm. I miss going to Rancheritos, like a whole bunch of food places. <laughs> it's, just, it's horrible. So I really did not want that to be brought on to me. Yeah. And I didn't want to spread it around. We had a few people that I worked with test a few times. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's tough. Um, None of them tested positive, though. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That okay, was, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I work closely with all of them. So, like, because we're all, like, all the dispatchers in one office, and mm-hmm. most of them got tested. And I was just like, well, fuck. You know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, Utah hit another peak, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, face masks are required in Salt Lake and Ogden constantly. You have to have them on, which, you know, about fucking time. Like, really, Utah? <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I was walking around places here when people were, like, not even wearing masks still. And I was like, what kind of BS is this? Like, when yeah. we, I think, like, when we went into, like, the uh, the the first place, the arcade place or whatever. Boondocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, like, no one. Fe- I mean, there was, like, a few people wearing it. Adults didn't even care. Like, for kids, I understand. The kids, you know what I mean? You can't really force kids to do that. You just yeah. got to protect yourself, really, by wearing it. But it's crazy. Yeah, it was it was kind of stupid out here, but um, really. <laughs> um, that's why I signed up for a test though. For when I go back, so yeah, I don't got a quarantine. Move. I was like, that's I'm out two weeks in October. It's spooky season. I need to be out there. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I, I signed up for that test today. I was like, I'm gonna make sure I'm good, so I don't gotta wait 14 days. Yeah, see, so you look forward <laughs> to Halloween. I look forward to fucking Oktoberfest, dude. Oktoberfest. Bro, Oktoberfest so already good. started. What you I mean, know, bro? It's not happening in Utah because ah. we just hit the <laughs> So, unfortunately, yeah. my uh, Oktoberfest is drinking, you know, St. Ides 40s and mm. just watching fucking TV. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yo, the, I don't know if you've been to Haven City Market yet. But in Fontana? Yeah, yeah, in Mancho, yeah. Yeah, I've never been out Okay. There. They're having an yeah. Oktoberfest thing. But that's the only thing I've heard about. I haven't really heard about anything big. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's going on right now. So I'm excited for that a little bit, too. I thought, you forgot, though. Ever since I came out here, I was like, what's going on? But right. it's that. All right. So let's, let's just start with basic training. I feel like that's, like, you know, timeline coherent, I guess. Yes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's a basic May of 2017? Mm-hmm. And... You know, we got a briefing on the bus. Like, the bus driver was like, yeah, these guys aren't going to cuss at you. They're not going to get in your face. And I was like, okay, this should be a cakewalk. <laughs> First MTI, which is military training instructor, walks in the bus. Get the fuck off of this bus right fucking now. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. So that was a lot. All right. And yeah, it was a, it was a really interesting experience. I think the most... You know, the most shocking or weird experience I had there was the first night mm-hmm. because, you know, it's 40 dudes, no idea who any of them were, you know, other than mm-hmm. the guys I flew out with. And then it was about 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, and our MTI looked at us and said, All right, get naked, get in the showers. I was like, What? 
Are you serious? I got a shot with 40 other dudes that I have no idea about. Like, what? are you kidding me? <laughs> and so, yeah, we all just kind of like stood around looking at each other. Like, all right, who's going to fucking strip first? Like, who's going to who's gonna go in there first? And this one dude just, you know, everything hanging out, just walked straight in there past the MTI. And the dude's like, what the fuck are you doing? Didn't care. Just walked straight in the showers. And I was like, all right, okay. You know? I got respect for that guy. Uh, basically, it was, a, it was pretty It was pretty easy. Mm. It was like the hardest, easiest thing. That's what they market it as. It's like the mm. hardest, easy thing you'll ever have to do. Okay. But it's not entirely true. It wasn't really hard. You know, going mm. through the gas chamber sucked. That was awful. Do not like tear gas at all or sarin gas. Whatever the fuck they use. I don't yeah. remember like what the actual name of it was. I believe it. Got to fire a gun for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty sick. You know, I um, I feel like I would have shot better if they gave me better like goggles to wear, mm-hmm. like glasses, because they were like fogged up. They were scratched to shit. So I was kind of just like, well, the target's right there, so I'm just going to shoot in that general direction. (laughs) You're like, you got 7 out of 24. And I was like, oh, God. Uh, Oops. And then we graduated. Mm -hmm. He actually came out for that. Mm -hmm. Yep, so did Connor. Yeah, I was was grateful that I was able to come out. Connor really helped me out then, too. Yeah, that was was a good time. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. And then... Show me everything. First time in Texas. In Texas. Yeah, that was my first time for there more than like a day or two. Like, we like stopped out there for like road trips and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like long term or any of that good stuff. And um, then after tech, or after basic, I got sent mm-hmm. to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri for my technical school, mm-hmm. which is basically just learning about the job. And that was kind of like a little bit more freedom. You know, like after a certain amount of time, we got to wear our civilian clothes. And like, I'm telling you, man, wearing basketball shorts for the first time after wearing uniforms <laughs> everywhere. Oh, dude. It was like <laughs> the most magical thing I've ever experienced, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, learned about the job, got to drive a bus for the first time, you know, forklift and a semi. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this will be interesting. And then uh, towards the middle of it, I got orders to Hill Air Force Base, Utah. Okay. So, so with that, so first off, did you get to pick like which which job that you wanted? Or so did they kind of like... not get to pick. Okay. Well, I kind of did, but kind of no. So the way it did is that the way it happened was uh, I signed up for a six year contract. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do you have a job in mind? And I was like, well, you know, I'd like to do this, but I'd also like to do this as well. And they were both in the mechanical field, so they put me in open mechanical. And basically what that means is whatever job is low man, that's what they throw you in, no matter mm-hmm. what your pick was. Because in basic training, they made you like pick, make a dream sheet of like what jobs you want, what bases you want to go to. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what in the hell is vehicle operations? Because that's what it was called at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like interesting and then they sent me to the middle of nowhere in Missouri mm-hmm. and then I got the orders to here in Utah which so, and then for that did my, you it was not on my list at all. Oh, I did damn. not want to come here at all that's tough <laughs> so I was just like the dry state so when I turn yeah. 21 it's gonna suck but came out uh, after tech school my dad flew up mm-hmm. saw me graduate tech school saw me put on A1C for the first time and then we flew home to California I took leave and I took recruiter's assistance so I got to hang out here see everybody uh, worked for my recruiter for a little bit, which was kind of just hanging out with him and running errands whenever he needed me to do that. Sick, sick. And then, yeah, started the drive to Utah. Officially, like, we got, we finished the drive on September 21st. We were in West Valley. Saw a movie, woke up the next morning, got in my uniform, went on base. And I was just like, man, it's going to be like San Antonio where it's like hardcore, you know, it's just like intimidating. <laughs> but no, it was just like the most lax thing ever. <laughs> My first experience with security forces gate guards was handing my ID and said, hey, hope you have a great day. And he's like, don't tell me what to do. And I was just like, all right, bro. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yeah, met, <laughs> met my supervisor who is still in the, well, he's not in the military, but he still works on base at mm-hmm. the same shop. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was kind of an asshole back then. <laughs> he was night shift, so he had to come in at like eight in the morning to like show me around the base and shit. He was just so mad the entire time. So he could have been sleeping right now, you know, <laughs> doing other things. They really be dicks to new guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, it makes it's sense like, though. You know, it's like an intimidation. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh-huh. and it's like you know, you gotta you gotta learn how the shop works because yeah, you can still apply everything that they taught you in basic, which is good, mm-hmm. but. You got to integrate that with what, you know, or how the people around you are working, you Mm -hmm. know, like here, the biggest thing that I've learned at Hill Air Force Base is to solve shit at the lowest level. If you have a problem with somebody, don't go over the head, talk to them directly. Mm -hmm. You have to be confrontational in the military because if you, if you're not, you just, you know, complain about it behind their back or go over above their heads, it's going to bite you in the ass pretty hard. Yeah. So that's, that's the big thing. And then as far as, you know, being stationed out here goes... I have a very love-hate relationship with the state, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Mormons are something else. You know, I'm not hating on them, but I'm not loving on them either. They're kind of mm-hmm. just here, and I'm like, okay, you know what? All right, cool. I mean, technically, you invaded this, but no, I'm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, technically, I did. It's, uh, I feel like a little bit of an outsider here. It was a, it was a major culture shock. Uh, I'll tell you what, man, because, yeah. you know, California is more open. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very progressive, and that's, that's cool. I like that about them. You know, they were very accepting of new people. Yeah. Utah, they are very Mormon. It's I would say about seventy percent conservative, thirty percent liberal. That's like the best way to describe this place. Um, but you know the scenery is beautiful. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really cool places to go. Antelope Island, love it. Yeah, that was beautiful yeah. when y'all took me there. It's that amazing. was that was great. You seen the whole snow. Great Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah, and then it's very smelly though. You know, it's you can <laughs> smell that salt like rising off the water. Like if you go in the water, you can like pick up like salt blocks. From the lake, yeah. There's that much salt; it gets so concentrated, mm-hmm. you can just like, damn, just go home, just take free salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna use. <laughs> yeah, you can't drink the water though, because it will kill you, like 100. percent Of course, yeah. But you know, kids yeah. do it anyways. Uh, that's stupid. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Utah's cool. The snow um, last last winter was the worst snowstorm we've ever had. It was mm-hmm. so bad, like the. Worst one was like the day before Thanksgiving, we went to my promotion ceremony Mm -hmm. and they had to shut down the base because of how bad the snow was. It was was just like that. It was like a blizzard, snow on the ground everywhere. And my little two-wheel drive truck was just not doing well, man. Nope. Not at all. (laughs) And then, you know, went to my buddy's house for Thanksgiving the next day Mm -hmm. and then drove one of the guys that lived on base back home before I went to my apartment and there was six inches of snow on the ground in the parking lot. Like, my truck would not have made it through because it was, like, turning to ice, like, super quick. Mm. And I was like, I don't feel like running into somebody else's vehicle today, you know. So I'm just going to, like, drive home, you know. I'm mm. just going to drop them off on the side, say, have fun walking through there. <laughs> Go on my merry way, you know. Uh-huh. But then I got a four-wheel drive truck, which is now taking the piss out on me, which is just fantastic. <sighs> uh, I'm not a fan of Ram anymore, so thank you, Larry H. Miller. Or not Larry H. Miller. Layton. Layton Hills, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram for selling me a fucking lemon. <laughs> It's 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 a great truck as far as the motor goes, but everything else is just subpar, mm-hmm. subpar Mopar, you know. But now I got four wheel drive for the snow, so hopefully I can have a new truck soon. Actually, most definitely. Yeah, I think I think that's really it, y'all. Um, I think we went through everything, talking about the military a little bit, your experiences there, and talking about how Utah is and, and definitely how conservative it is. You broke it down probably probably best, so I'm I'm gonna leave that explanation to you. <laughs> hey, short to the point, you know, that's how mm-hmm. I roll. Most definitely, man. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Most definitely. If you want to see any other episodes or listen to them, um, there should be one like almost every other week here. Um, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, or on YouTube as well. 
All right, y'all take care. Watch my YouTube channel. <laughs>